Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 588, and today I've got Chris Schaefer back on once again because I want to go over some fourth quarter marketing strategies and planning for boosting our sales. I say our sales, your sales, our sales, hopefully everyone's sales. This is what we are going to do here today is kind of walk through and talk through some stuff that we haven't even really talked together about yet. And we kind of figured, well, why don't we just have you guys kind of listen in a little bit and we'll kind of talk about how we brainstorm about planning for our marketing and for boosting sales and really capitalizing on this fourth quarter coming up or any fourth quarter for that matter. So that's really what we're going to do here is kind of have you listen in on this conversation. So Chris, are you ready to dig into some planning, my friend? I am. And this is timely because we should like probably do this for yeah. our business now. Yeah. So it's probably good that we're, <laughs> that we're on doing this well, it's, as we're, you it, know, we're, we are uh, about a third of the way into the quote unquote calendar fourth quarter. Um, but realistically, the fourth quarter starts here in about uh, two weeks for us. Um, so this is going to be good. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, I, I think some people think they can wait um, or they can just do it you know, like two days before Black Friday or whatever. And, that, you know, you're still going to probably see an increase in sales, but you can really plan a little bit and get things in place. And then from there, things will just take off or at least you have a better chance of them taking off. So what I really do want to cover here, I got a little bit of a list that I wanted to kind of cover is like, you know, on Amazon, off Amazon, promotions, what type of promotions. I know stuff that we did last year, but what we're going to do this year, maybe repeat um, some pay-per-click stuff, pricing, um, talking about maybe building our list a little bit bigger, um, our customers and leads, all of that stuff. Um, so where do you want to dig in here first? Actually, before I do, let me just remind people, all right? I, I always forget this whenever I have a guest on like you. Um, show notes, they can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 588. So everything we talk about will be there in transcripts and any links that we mentioned will be there as well. So Chris, where do you want to start? Let's just start. I, I think starting with what we're going to do on Amazon probably makes the most sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's the, that's the least complex for us. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, cool. All right. So on Amazon, the thing that comes to mind for me is number one, like, and, and a lot of people, they don't get this part of it, but really we're going to continue to dial in pay-per-click. Like we're not going to back off of pay-per-click because now there's more traffic. If anything, we want to get seeded more, right? We want to actually plant more seeds um, and we want to be able to continually get in front of our potential buyers, right? But I think a lot of people back off of pay-per-click because of that. So with that being said, we are going to probably be adding some more keywords, um, probably be refining, probably probably pausing uh, in, in pruning kind of the ones that aren't performing as well and putting more of the budget on the ones that are. Um, what would you say there for us that you see like that maybe what we need to focus on to allow us to have even more growth? I think the biggest thing, especially in Q4 with pay-per-click, and you and I typically say like, don't even bother to look at it for a week after you set it up because you're not going to have enough data. In Q4, we need to be a little bit more diligent than that. Mm -hmm. um, there are going to be some keywords that perform really well for us normally that might not perform as well yeah. uh, during Q4. And there's going to be some things that don't normally perform for us that perform really well mm -hmm. during Q4. Yeah. So we need to take a look at that data. We need to take everything kind of with, you know, the, uh, the blinders on, right? The Q4 blinders on what happens in Q4 stays in Q4. So don't like just kill a whole bunch of stuff permanently. Mm. Right. And say, I'm never going to look at it ever again. So I, I would suggest that people keep like a spreadsheet of things they've turned off, mm. uh, during Q4 
and then see how they perform the rest of the year by looking at either the data inside of something like Ignite or just by downloading your historical search terms reports to make sure that come Q1, Q2 of next year, that we're not losing out on those keywords that performed really well for us for the, you know, the other three quarters of the year. Mm. The other thing is, you know, we're just going to see, typically we see a little bit of an increase in our cost per click and obviously our budgets need to be kept on top of as well. Now, Scott, people constantly ask us, what should my budget be for Q4? And again, I think this is another t-shirt that I need and it's as much as you need and not more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, and also not less, right? So the, the typical advice that I would throw out here is keep an eye on that budget. If you're hitting your budget on a daily basis, you then need to answer a very simple question. Is my ACOS where I want it to be? Mm. Right? If your ACOS is good, you're making money, and you're hitting your budget, what would you do, Scott? Raise your budget. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Spend more. 95% of business is doing more of what works and less of what doesn't. So if we're making profitable sales, I will continue to put more budget into that until it stops hitting budget or until my ACOS gets to a point that it's, it's broken. Right. Well, so, I, yeah, I, I let, let me just interject there because I think also, um, and this is a, this is an issue I see with a lot of new sellers, but also even sellers that just, they don't want to spend money because it's not on the front looking like it's profitable. And you have to be careful with that, right? Like, and we've talked about this, you know, especially when you're launching, but even after you launch, if your ACOS is, let's say 50% and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm losing money. I want you to do a very simple thing. I want you to look at those, let's say it's 50 sales. We'll keep it simple. And then you then look at how many sales were generated through the month and it was 150. There's probably a chance that those 50 sales you got from pay-per-click helped to get some of those hundred. So was the ACOS really 50%? So I, I just think that there's a balance there. There's not like an exact formula, but if you slow that down on the 50% and your sales start to slow down on organic, then that's a pretty good sign that there's there's an issue there, right? That that is helping. Um, so just be careful with that because so many people say, I want to I want to stay at 25% or I want to stay at 15%. Well, you you might also be capping what you're making over on the organic side. So you just got to be careful with that. And you got to kind of look at your own numbers to kind of decide that. But just be careful um, with, with doing that because you're actually stunting the growth in a sense by not allowing yourself to spend on, on the right. Make sense? Yeah, and I, I, I think that's something that a lot of people miss out on. And quite honestly, Scott, it's not just people in this world. It's average, online Ab advertising absolutely. in general, right? Yeah. Because you have and, – and outside of like if even if a PPC sale never helped you rank organically, which we kind of know that it does, mm -hmm. right? Because we're driving impressions. We're driving sales. There's – in the online marketing world, there's this thing called um, attribution modeling. Mm -hmm. Right. And this, it's a super sexy term. I know Man, that sounds really um, sophisticated, but but usually there's either first click attribution, which is the first time anybody comes to your website or comes to your listing or last click attribution, which is the last time they came to your site. How did they come? Did they come from organic search or did they come from PPC? Amazon basically tracks it. It's sales within 24 hours and then sales within seven days. The thing that's really interesting in the online world and even in the world of Amazon is people can take 30, 60, 90 days to make a $20 purchasing decision. And if you could track all of that through something like Google Analytics, you would see that those people come back three or four or five times before they buy it. So to say that just because, you know, they clicked and didn't buy right now doesn't mean they didn't come back two weeks later 
you know, they didn't save the URL in their browser or send it to their, their sister to see if that's really what she wanted for Christmas. Right. And then came back direct to the listing and bought we're outside of the, the attribution window for Amazon for that. So what you see is a huge portion of sales come outside of that one week period. And so to say that it's not having any effect on the organic side is to kind of dismiss that. Right. So even if it didn't help us rank, we're missing a whole portion of sales that are being attributed to what, what I would consider, you know, PPC driven sales. Right. So make sure you're not making that mistake. I think the way that you look at that is, is perfectly on point. Yeah. And again, I, I don't want people to just waste money, but it's like you said, right. a- advertising is, is a lot like that. A lot of times it takes some money up front to kind of get the data or at least to even get yourself started before you can actually see a positive return. Um, and that's a big one for a lot of people, even Facebook ads, it's the same idea, right? You got to, you know, lose a little bit of money to learn. Um, it's, it's like anything. And, um, even people that are launching a product and it, it's a flop, you still learn something through that process. So you got to take that. It's the same idea, right? But in this case, you know, we're pretty sure that if we're getting some sales through some of these keywords, it's probably helping us rank. Um, and then in return, we're going to get some organic sales. And I think right now moving into the fourth quarter, like I don't want to slow down sales. And it's funny because I had a conversation with our partner the other night and it was kind of on this topic. It was like, all right, well, you know, the ACOS on some of these are over 45, you know, I want to start trimming them back. And then I was like, well, we just got to be careful because I don't want to cripple sales. And, um, and I don't know if it was just a coincidence or whatever, but you know, we kind of pruned some stuff and the next day the sales were down. And, um, and so then I was like, okay, well, we got to let it ride out. We can't like, and so, um, you know, so then from there we need to adjust once week and it hasn't been long enough for us to make another decision, but you know what I mean? Like you, you have to be careful by doing that. And the one thing I would say is you don't want to do is you don't want to do too many things at once. So you can't determine if, if that wasn't the thing right now, if we went and said, Oh my gosh, let's go ahead and change things. Well, then you change three things. You don't know what thing really contributed to the thing, right? Or the, you know, the, the, the sales dropping or whatever. So you got to be careful with doing that. The other thing I would say too, and this is something that I, again, on that conversation that I had with our partner, I said, what I'd like to do is I'd like to lower our price just a little bit, maybe a dollar, maybe two, and really ramp up some sales right now. Like really, really push some sales. Maybe even then some with some external traffic that we have, maybe we do a quick little promotion right now just to boost some sales. Why would we do that, right? Because we want to get sales velocity now. We want to get ranked for more keywords. We want to get embedded into their algorithm. So this way here, when the traffic comes, guess who's going to show up? Us, right? And so that's really what's on my mind moving into fourth quarter is how to prepare now with extra sales so when we hit fourth quarter, we're there. And then that includes pay-per-click. That includes, you know, organic. That includes, you know, uh, being able to reach different keywords that we weren't showing up for before, right? So those are the things to think about. So again, I'm just trying to give you guys some ideas, but also Chris and I brainstorming through like what we're doing. Like that's what we're doing like on the Amazon side, as far as like optimization, there's not a ton that we're going to do to optimize because things are kind of working. So that's the other thing. I wouldn't change things right now and do a ton of testing while you're getting, you know, while you're moving in, unless your sales are nothing, you know, then yeah, maybe you play with your title, you know, but I would not change title. I wouldn't change any of that stuff. If you're already doing pretty good, don't now's not the time to test that stuff. At least that's my opinion. What's your thoughts, Chris? No, I, I would agree with that. Now is not the time to to start monkeying with stuff. No, <laughs> um, because what's going to happen? And we actually had um, we had somebody inside of TAS Breakthrough. You asked this question. You know, 
how much of my title should I be changing right now? Because I know that changes me getting indexed on all those things. I would leave it right yeah. now yeah. because what what may happen, you may see a benefit, but you may also see a drop, mm -hmm. right? So let's let's keep that stuff even and not really start monkeying with that right now because mm -hmm. we know what our average traffic level is and we know kind of where we're at right now. And I wouldn't mess too much with that at this point. Mm, no, not not at all. Um, Especially we're going into three of the biggest shopping holidays of the year. Exactly. Okay. So that kind of leads us into this. Okay. That that's like the on like optimization side of Amazon right now that I see it. Okay. Like let's just, you know, let's kind of double down on what's working. Let's not slow things down. Um, and let, let's not test too much, right? Let's just kind of keep the thing rolling. Now, with that being said, we can start planning for these promotions that are coming up. And that's what I kind of want to talk through. So what are some promotions that we've done in the past, Chris, that we are going to do again? And is there anything we're going to tweak with those promotions? Mo so know, kind I of leading in. Yeah, I, I would say for us, the, the two obvious ones are going to be Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did like a 12 days of Christmas yes. promotion last year. Yes. Um, and I, quite honestly, I really like that. I mean, I'm looking at the numbers, man. We had 20% uh, open rates. Nice. 25% open rates. We only sent those emails once. We didn't do any resends. Uh, let me see. Which that was an error on our part, by the way. I, yeah, I think we could have reason we could have did some unopens on that. I think we just got lazy. <laughs> and, well, I actually weird. did. Re I did a resend on one of these. I'm looking at these numbers on the flies guy on the fly guys. Sorry. Um, but we ended that three days before Christmas. Yeah. So the, the very last email got an 18% open rate. So we sent an email every day for 12 days mm. uh, and we were still getting a 17% open rate, two and a half percent click through rate. Yeah. Right. And that last email, Scott had 200 clicks mm. on the product, uh, the product page. So we drove them to the Amazon storefront. So that last email drove 200 people to that Amazon storefront in a single day, mm. right? With one email being sent that day, that those numbers held pretty steady. So we were able to drive a few hundred extra visits a day to our listings. Now, the thing that's really interesting with that, let's just assume that we were converting at that standard 10%, mm -hmm. right? Let's keep this business math easy. Now, our listings tend to convert higher than that. So Scott, how many sales a day is that? If we were converting at 10%, we sent 200 people a day. Isn't it 20? Yeah. So 20 additional sales a day, right? So on wow. top of the organic Amazon traffic that we were getting, on top of the increased traffic that Amazon is going to see, we were driving an additional 20 sales a day by doing that type of a campaign. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got a little nervous there. You get you gave me a math question. No, well, I'm pretty good at math. Why, that's why I gave you that math question. Because <laughs> it was easy. <laughs> it's the fun. It's the fun math that you and I both. Oh, uh, thanks for I'm setting sure me up to school, win. Yeah. Thanks for All setting my high school math teachers are like, oh God, Chris is doing math. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in this case, we can do it, right? This, yes. is, this is math that you and I can uh, do. And I love doing that math, right? It's like, oh, I love I love crunching the numbers. I love looking at like conversion. I love looking at all that stuff. Um, now, not as detailed as Chris. Chris likes to look at like really deep numbers. Um, I like looking at those fun numbers. Um, but Chris is good at kind of like mining through all of the numbers, which is which is awesome. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so... And let me just kind of bring people back like last December, which we weren't even a full year in, I believe we hit over six figures in December, which was yeah. crazy. And we ran out of inventory um, yeah, and we lost and we lost $80,000 in sales. <laughs> yeah, technically, if we had stock. Right. But yeah, I mean, so we're going to repeat that campaign, right, Chris? 
So that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about. And guys, we're actually doing this planning on the fly. Okay. Um, but so I, I think the obvious one is Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Absolutely. And what we did last year was what we call the three email profit push. And if you guys aren't familiar with that, uh, basically we send three emails and you can do it either over the course of three days or in the course of 24 hours mm. for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We did a three email profit push within 24 hours. So three emails in one day. All of the templates for that, Scott, I believe, are inside of TAS Breakthrough U at this point, as well as exactly how we use them. And the exact templates that we sent last year are available inside of there. Well, let's just l- let's give a timeout here then. I'm going to do a timeout. Uh, Kevin, where are you? My uh, my referee. Give me a whistle, Kevin. G- give me a wh- give me a whistle, Kev. Uh, Chris yeah. had a false start. It's fine. Yeah, false start. Uh, right now would be probably a good time to do a little shameless plug here, Chris, because Right now, everything that we're talking about as far as list building and kind of like these emails and the swipe copy, everything is inside of TAS Breakthrough U. And if you want to get access to all of that and all of our training like Private Label Classroom and Product Discovery Bootcamp and all of that stuff, you can join over at theamazingseller.com forward slash join. Nice and easy, theamazingseller.com forward slash join, and you can get access to all of our trainings, all of that swipe copy, the email list building, all of that stuff for just $99 per month. So that's something new we're doing. Um, definitely go check it out. It's a it's a great resource for you. And we do live calls every other week for TAS Breakthrough You monthly. So definitely go check that out. All right, Chris, now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's move on through this. So yeah, the, I, the three email I, profit push. Yeah. So we sent that twice, basically in three days. And a lot of people ask us, Scott, including on those live calls that you just mentioned, you know, Hey, how often is too often to send sales type of emails? We actually had this conversation with the inner circle yesterday as of recording this, um, on an email call that we did specifically for them. But the answer is again, as much as you need to and not more. Right. Mm. So for black Friday, Cyber Monday, people understand that they're going to get those sales type of emails, but what we did in that, so I, I would definitely send those as those three email profit pushes. And we may actually want to actually map out the times that we're going to send those mm. so that we can resend a couple of those key ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the first one, for those of you guys who aren't familiar with the three email profit push, kind of lets everybody know what's going on. The second one is a gentle reminder uh, with a little bit of value included in it. And the third one is like, uh, hey, it's ending type of an email. So what we may want to do, Scott, is actually send that, Hey, it's ending type of an email a little bit earlier mm-hmm. in the day than we did last year so mm-hmm. that we can do a resend to unopened, uh, maybe say 10 o'clock at night to yeah. try to bump that again. Even if we only drive an additional 50 people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's another five sales. Yeah. Right. Like so that. it's, it's worth that one click inside of convert. It's literally that could to be able to do that. And actually if we're smart about it, we can, we can automate that whole thing up front. So neither of us have to be sitting in front of the computer. Um, but we kind of wrote those on the fly last year. So we sent them manually using the broadcast feature. Yeah. Um, also inside of, in, inside of that same email training that we talked about, we talked about what we call the value added sales sequence or the content countdown sequence, which are two other email sequences that we use that 12 days of Christmas sequence, Scott, I believe we used the content countdown sequence for mm. last year. And I want to do that same thing. Now, again, what we probably want to do is plan to have a resend on opens in there. Cause that's something that's been working really well for us It really has. because people check email at, at different times of the day. Right. Yeah. And so what I'd like to do is, is actually do that. And again, if all we do is pick up an additional 50 clicks, it's worth it by far to, to yeah. take the extra 10 seconds to write a second subject line. It doesn't cost <laughs> right. us anything to send that. You know what I mean? Now That's the, the cool thing. The objection that people will have to that, Scott, and I know that there's a bunch of listeners screaming right now, is I hate getting that many emails. 
I understand that. But we need to remember that we're not our customers and we need to remember that not everybody sees every email that we have, right? The only people that are getting that second email are people who did not acknowledge the first one. Yep. Yeah. And so, yes, by sending that, we're going to get an additional five people or whatever to unsubscribe from the list because they get annoyed by it. That's yeah. fine. They weren't going to buy from us anyway. If they don't want to hear from us, it's not a problem. Right yeah. now, the thing to keep in mind with this style, because we're pitching something almost every day, and I'd have to look at this to see if we pitched 12 different offers um, or if we pitched like eight out of the 12 days. But I'll have to take a look. Um, but really what we're doing is we're sending a piece of content and then we're linking that back to an offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, hey, uh, we have this really cool bass fishing trick that we want you to check out. P.S. If you want uh, the reel that Bob is using in that video, you can get it here on Amazon. And because it's Christmas, you know, we're we're giving you 20 percent off or whatever. it is, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. That's really all those emails are. They were probably two or three paragraphs. Uh, I'm going to pull one up right now. Actually, yeah, super easy. They were, but they yeah. weren't they were not that long. OK, so while you're doing that really quickly, I just want to highlight that. This is the power of building a list, though, and that's something else I want to mention here. During the fourth quarter, we're going to continue to build our list, so we're going to probably do another contest because there's a lot of traffic. People want to probably win this thing for a gift or even themselves, right? So there's going to be more people on, more traffic. So for us to be able to add another five to 10,000 email subscribers, that just builds our list bigger. So this way here, we're able to get more people in front of our offers, in front of our content. That also helps people come over and experience our blog, our brand, uh, our Facebook page, all of the things that we're doing to build a brand that also helps that. And also another asset that if we choose to sell, we have that as well in our back pocket. So building a list is really, really important. And that is going to be something that we're going to be doing here. And that is something that we're going to probably do here in the next few weeks, um, just before um, we get into, you know, right into the heart of it because we want to kind of build up some buzz. So this way here, we have that bigger email list, but then we can also get them into the 12 days to Christmas and the Black Friday and all that stuff. So we'll probably do it just before the Black Friday. So when we send out the contest winner and the runner-ups and all that stuff, it'll be right around that time. Yeah, and actually what we should probably do, Scott, not to cut you off there, but I'm going to cut you off anyway. Oh, cut me off. Is, is run a contest like from next week yeah. through Thanksgiving and then mm -hmm. run a shorter one uh, into like the 10th, 11th or 12th of December. Mm -hmm. Um, because what we did last year and what we should probably do again is we started that 12 days of Christmas type of a promotion on the 10th and we ended it the 22nd mm. so that everything would be shipped in time. Yeah. Right. We wanted to make sure that our, that again, our customer service, right. If they had Amazon prime, that they were going to get it in time for Christmas. Yep. Right. And we didn't, what we didn't want to do is sell a bunch of stuff on like the 24th or the 23rd and not have it delivered as a Christmas present, if that's what people were doing. Yeah. Um, so now that's, I, I ju that, well, just one second. So that's something that, again, us going through this right now, like we're going to pencil that in and that will happen. So we're going to start running that in the next week. So that way there we can have enough time to build it up, you know, to, to uh, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff. So anyway, I'm making a, a note here that we are going to have that contest up and running and uh, we'll report back on, on these things too after we get through fourth quarter. So it'll kind of be like a record for us too to see that we did this thing, right? It's kind of it's holding us accountability. Having having the show notes for this means I, sh I don't have to be taking notes right now because no. Angel isn't on the call to help me with that. No. Um, <laughs> which, nice. is, which is glorious. So I, I took a look at uh, a few of these different emails and we did, we did do the content countdown sequence here, Scott. So it's a mixture of content with a really soft sell and then a hard sell. So like the second day of Christmas, 
we sent out purely a sales email and we actually had 400 clicks Jeez. on that email, which again, how many sales is that for converting at our standard 10%? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to have me do math again? That's 40. <laughs> right. So we had right around 400 clicks, which means we drove an additional 40 sales, which is really kind of cool. Not and I think that's better. low, but it's, yeah, you're right. Right. And yeah, we, we figured, know our list tends yeah. to convert a little bit higher and our yep. conversion rate on the listing is actually higher than 10%. Yeah. On this particular listing, it tends to hover between 15 and 16%, mm-hmm. but I'm just making the math easy. Um, not only did we get 40 sales from that, but it also helps boost our organic ranking, right? Because we're driving traffic, we're getting additional sales, and we're doing that. Now, mm-hmm. on this, we did give a 25% off coupon, right? But we still drove an additional 40 sales, and our, mm-hmm. we made money on each and every single one of those. So I'm not worried about it. Right. Even if all it did, even if it didn't help us at all on Amazon, right, mm-hmm. made additional money on 40 different customers. Yeah. yeah. We then brought people into the ecosystem. We now have the opportunity to sell them different things, right? We did this for 10 days in a row. Hmm. So we were able to drive, I don't know, what's the, what's the math on that? Let's just call it 30 because the one we looked at earlier probably drove 20. So that's 300 additional sales. That's a month's worth of sales in 10 days hmm. for a single product, right? That's definitely worth doing. Absolutely. I I, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. And pretty much it's all pre-built. So all we got to really do is just kind of modify it. And well, some people would say, well, aren't people going to know it from the year before? No, nope. <laughs> they're not. And there's new people on there. Uh, but no, they're not going to remember that. And they're going to probably look forward to it because now it's again, it's a lot of times it's gift giving and they're buying gifts and and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, don't worry about that stuff. But once you kind of have this stuff built, you can kind of recycle it, reuse it, which is pretty awesome. Um, so I definitely encourage that. Um, okay. So we have, um, you know, our external promotions, uh, which is really our email list, Facebook ads. I think we're going to play around with that too. Um, because we have a cool, a couple of cool things that we're doing. Number one, we can upload our email list and start targeting those people there too, because like Chris said, let's say 20% of people open our email. There's 80% that aren't, but if we can maybe have them see us on Facebook, we might get more people to see our stuff and possibly buy. So, um, we'll definitely be doing that. And then also we've been playing around with videos that we're posting and then we're building an audience by, uh, actually a custom audience by how long they viewed. So if someone views a video for 50% or more, we can target them with an offer if we want to. Um, so that's another thing that we'll be doing. And I'm really curious to see how that works this year, because what do we have right now off the top of your head that we've built since doing that, which is, hasn't been that long. Uh, well, we've been doing it almost exactly a month. Okay. So let me pull up the ads account. Yeah. So pull, and which, pull that up. which metric do you want to see, Scott? Uh, well, I just want, I want to see how many people, well, if you want to give me 25% view, okay. And then give me like a hundred percent view. Okay. So do, they, added do, a, do, 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 do. they added a whole bunch of metrics to this dashboard and nice. moved all of my stuff off the screen, which is great. Uh, so we've spent $1,500 uh, lifetime on this campaign. Okay. And we have 28,491 unique people that have watched 25%. Okay. So 23,000 that have watched 50%. Jeez, that's amazing. And 15,000 that have watched 100%. And these are between six and 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I think our shortest one is around six minutes. So what does Um, this mean, Chris? So the way that I'm looking at this, Scott, I'm loving this is actually, and by the way, this, this campaign excludes anyone that's on our email list or is connected to our Facebook page. Yeah. So these are new people. This is a, so, so, these so are, we really have a list of like 50,000 then. 
you know, because we have 25,000 on email, we have another 25,000 over here. Or if you want to look at 15,000 uh, 15, that have watched 100% of the video. Right. And what we'll probably do is we'll probably target people who watched 50% or more because yes. they're at least familiar with us, right? They didn't like leave their uh, their phone half scrolled on Facebook and viewed, yeah. you know, a minute of the video. They actually watched like four or five minutes. That's insane. Videos, That's actually right? insane. So that's 23,000 unique individuals that we can target that are already familiar with the brand. So this to me is warm traffic, right? Absolutely. And we've started to dabble with some offers to them. One of them worked okay. One of them didn't work at all. Um, but that may just be terrible ad copy in a, in a weird way that we presented it. Um, so is, my, we're gonna, is my math right here? I just did the math on $1,500 and 23,000 because that's what you said we had um, like 6.5. So like 7 cents. Yeah. And the way that you and I have been measuring success on this is, uh, based off the hundred percent views, right? So, so 15% or 15,000, I'll do it off of that. So 1500 divided by 15,000, it's, it's 10 cents. Yeah. It's actually, when I do the, I'm doing the actual math, uh, right now it's 10.3 cents. Okay. So per 100% call it 11 cents. So we have someone that watched a hundred percent of a video that's between seven and 10 minutes long and they, and it costs us 11 cents to get that person in that audience. And now the cool thing is it's like an email list in a sense. If we want to run an ad to just those people that have watched a hundred percent, all we got to do is create an ad and just say, we only want it to show up to those people. How powerful is that? That's insane. And that it's really cool. Now, the thing, the, the biggest difference between this and an email list, right, is every time we want to be in front of these people, we have to pay. Yep. But I know that if I want to be in front of these people, I can pay. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it, it's kind of a double edged sword. Now, just to, to give some context to this for people, what we're doing is it's just a piece of content from the brand that has one of our products in it. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're not talking about the product. We're not pitching the product, but we're using the product in a way that's beneficial to the people that are consuming the content, right? Mm -hmm. And so it would be really easy for me to go in here and say, okay, uh, there's 8,000 people that have watched this fly fishing video. Mm -hmm. I'm going to then target them with an ad that says, hey, I know you're interested in fly fishing and you like this reel because <laughs> you watched 15 minutes of a video of you using it. Right. Do you want to get it for 20% off? Right. And then send them over to the Amazon storefront or send them to our own site or send them to yeah. ClickFunnels or send them to wherever. Yep. Right. And so looking at these and we haven't done a ton of pruning on this yet either, Scott, there's six pieces of creative running right now. Uh, I think we have three different products that are being used in each of these. And our most expensive one right now is 12 cents per 100% completion, which is insane. And there's a couple that are eight or nine cents. Mm hmm per 100% completion. Yeah. So, okay. So again, and I don't want to get a little, you know, too, uh, too advanced here, but this is what we're talking about. Like, this is what we're doing. This is, this is next level stuff. And honestly, like, I think anyone that is semi-successful on Amazon only, you should be doing stuff like this list building stuff. And that could be email list. That could be audience build through videos on Facebook and retargeting. And this is, to be honest with you, this is like exactly what we work on with our inner circle members right now, because we have people that are seven figure sellers in there and they're only selling on Amazon. And what we're doing is we're creating that or helping them create 
ad creative like this for Facebook ads. So this way here, they can start building the email list, start messaging that email list, and then from there, do this cool stuff, which we haven't even really got into because we're just starting to get into like video creation with some of our, our inner circle members. And then we're going to, to do this stuff at one of our retreats where we're actually going to probably sit down and help them create videos. So this would also be another place to have a little shameless plug here. Now we have an inner circle. It's a mastermind. It's where we meet two times per year. And we also meet once per month online and we do virtual meetings. And we also do these uh, little pop-up workshops online uh, where we did one yesterday that was all on email writing and all that stuff. If your business is at $25,000 or more in revenue per month, and you are at that level where you want to grow or scale your business outside of just Amazon or even just help you scale what you currently have, and you want to apply for our inner circle, it's by application only. Uh, there is some criteria that you have to meet. And also, we have to know that you're going to be a good fit. And we also have to know that we can help you. So if you're interested, head over to TASinnerCircle.com. Again, that's TASinnerCircle.com. So fill out the application if you think that you are a good fit. And this is only for serious sellers actually for people that want to grow and scale and take their business to the next level and not be dependent on just one channel. So I just wanted to throw that out there because this is exactly what we're working on right now inside of our inner circle. And uh, I'm excited to see where everyone goes because there's so much potential within our inner circle members right now. So if you're interested, go fill out an application. I'd love to, uh, to see if you're a good fit. And if you are, we'll invite you in and, uh, we can go from there. So, all right, Chris, where else do we want to go here before we wrap up? I mean, there's a couple other things I think, but what else? So Facebook ads, let's, let's wrap up with the Facebook ads conversation, I think, cause we can do some other stuff with like the messenger list and that kind of stuff. But quite honestly, I think our two biggest things for external promotion are going to be the email list with those three campaigns that we talked about. And then what, what we actually want to do with Facebook ads. So yeah. I wanted to run this by you, Scott, if we're doing those two giveaways, mm -hmm. um, does it make sense to take the audience of view completions, right? Those, those people who viewed hundred percent or even 50% mm -hmm. and run the, run them as the first people to the giveaway. That's not necessarily our highest ROI activity with that. If we can get an offer that works, but it's our lowest barrier to entry. And then we can get them two places. Mm -hmm. Um, and get that trifecta, right? We'll get them pixeled. We, we know that they're on that custom audience list and we have their email address. Um, and then we could also take a, a lookalike of that audience and expand that list from 15,000 to, you know, 1.5 million or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, that, that was kind of the thing that just popped into my head. And then obviously after that first giveaway, we can start targeting them with direct offers either into our, uh, our funnel, our free plus shipping funnel or whatever funnel we decide we want to run for that as well as to the Amazon storefront page. Yeah. Um, I, I like all of it. I mean, I think okay. you're right. I mean, why not, you know, run a contest to them? Cause they're very, we know that they're very engaged with content because they watch. So they'll probably share. They'll probably be active in, in promoting it for us because they're going to want to get more entries. So I think why not use that? And then I think right on the back end of that, we also offer them things in that bucket. We, we kind of generally go through like, you know, bucket one, bucket two, bucket one is kind of like warming them up, kind of letting them qualify themselves or, or kind of go through that filter of how long they've you. And then from there, once we know that they're kind of warmed up, then we know that we can present them with an offer. So I would say both. Like I want to do both. No, and no, I, no. I, yeah, I, I'm proposing that in addition to the, yes. to like monetary offers, yep. because I, I'm curious to see how they perform versus just more cold traffic. Yeah, than, yeah. And, and people ask us all the time how we set up giveaway ads and it's at the like interest targeting level. Right. So we would target fishermen. 
mm-hmm. if we were selling fishing stuff. This gives us a little bit of a, a warmer audience to start with. Yeah. And it, instead of paying, you know, our nine to 13 cents per email, I'm curious to see how that would actually perform. Now, we could factor in the front end cost and that. Um, but if we're going to continue to advertise to them, it's not really fair to front load all of that cost right. into the lead acquisition. Right. But we can. And I'm curious to see, you know, if we can get them for 20 cents that way. Mm. So 10 cents on the front end and 10 cents to acquire them on you know the email list. I think that's ridiculously good. And they're super hot leads. So. Mm. All right. The one last thing that I want to wrap up with here, I know we've kind of went on a little bit longer, but we're brainstorming. Um, the one thing that I am really excited about, and I can't wait to see what the numbers come in at is now that our blog is doing like right now, like 70,000 unique, 65 or 70,000 uniques. We know that that's going to grow. We're also focusing a little bit on the SEO side of things. Now inside of our blog, we're starting to run some, actually it should be, they should be live here this week. And that is the ad network ad thrive. So ad thrive is a, it's a, it's a really powerful platform for ads, but you have to be at a hundred thousand uniques. Um, generally, uh, now we've kind of gotten around that a little bit and got in early because my partner has been, uh, kind of dealing with them for about eight years and, um, their other blog is doing like 300,000 unique. So they kind of like gave us, you know, the in, because we knew that, you know, we had that connection. So because of that, we're going to start running that. Now, if you do have a blog or a website that already has, you know, a hundred thousand, you can submit your, your website and then possibly get, um, you know, accepted. The other one is media. Um, is it media? Media vine, media vine. That's it. Yeah. That's the other one. I think that was a 50,000 unique, but here's the other reason why you want to build a blog and get traffic going to it, because now you can put these ad, these ad platforms on there and then that could bring you in money. So I'm thinking like right now with just the 60 or 70,000 uniques, we could probably generate, I don't know, a thousand to $2,000 in ads coming through. Okay. In, in this network, you start scaling that up into fourth quarter. We could take that two to make it four, maybe five, maybe more, who knows? Right? So that's why we also want to probably take some of our traffic and direct it to our blog and we're going to get organic, but why not get more over there? Why not send our email list over there? Right? If we're sending our email list and this is where we're pop, a lot of people don't understand is like, yes, we built the email list. Yes. We built the audience on Facebook. What if we send them to a piece of content? They can buy our stuff there. They can get, you know, uh, you know, more, uh, more knowledge about our products or about our services, about who we are, but they also could click on an ad over there and buy something. Right. And then from there, that's going to in turn come back to ad money that we're going to generate inside of that. That could be also your Amazon associates account, which you have over there, which last year, I think we did over $1,200, maybe $1,500 in the fourth quarter, which this year I think will be even more. So these are other ad revenue streams coming into the business by having these other things now, because we've built it out over time right? It's kind of like the long-term vision has always been there, build a blog, get traffic, you know, build the website up. And then from there, we can start to decide how we're going to leverage that. The other cool thing is when you go to sell this and you have traffic and you have ad money being, um, being, uh, acquired because you've actually gotten traffic and you've actually learned how to monetize it. That's valuable, right? So what do you want to add on that, Chris? Cause I'm just pumped up about that. I can't I wait think, to see I the think numbers. the thing that's really cool about that. And if you would just throw that number out, you said, you think we can make between one and $2,000, yeah. right? Well, last month we or in the last month, give or take, we spent just over $1,500, right? So even if all that does for us is covers our ad spend, yeah. right? We're now able to build out those audience lists and do all of this experimentation for free 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not money that's coming into the business. It's money that's going directly into ads. Mm -hmm. But the thing that makes sense for me is to take that money and invest it directly into the advertising side of stuff to continue to grow everything, right? Mm -hmm. To drive that flywheel forward, especially as we roll into Q4 here. If we're spending just the same amount of money that we're spending right now, it's free money <laughs> essentially at Absolutely. that point, right? We get a $1,500 budget to say, hey, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. And that's really, really powerful in any business, right? Because it's mm. an initial $1,500 in that top line revenue. And we now have an experimental budget to play with. It's not money out of our pocket right. necessarily. Yeah, no, I love it. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what we're going to be doing is all of the stuff that we talked about. And uh, the cool thing is a lot of this stuff has already been kind of built and we can kind of just plug it back in and reuse it. Like we said, like some of those, uh, you know, some of those uh, sequences that we're going, going to be doing around the promotions. Um, pay-per-click has already gotten history. So now we just got to kind of prune and kind of like double down on the stuff that's working. Um, and then as far as building our list and our audiences and, and doing all of that, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be a process that we're going to continue to do. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much uh, what I wanted to kind of go over here for the fourth quarter marketing strategy and the planning um, to boost our sales and to really grow the brand. Anything else you want to add, Chris, before we wrap up? No, but I did want to recap it really fast for everybody. So on the Amazon side, really all we're going to be doing is one, making sure we have inventory. Obviously, we, ha we spent a whole episode discussing our planning for that. Uh, and then two is scaling and maintaining our PPC. Outside of that, we're going to be sending three separate uh, email campaigns. We're going to be uh, sending a three email profit push on Black Friday, a three email profit push on Cyber Monday. And then we're going to send our 10 days of Christmas or 12 days of Christmas campaign again, uh, just modified for this year. We're going to be running two different contests, one for 30 days, probably one for 15, just so that we can get those extra people in uh, between Thanksgiving and when we want to start that 10 days of Christmas or 12 days of Christmas campaign. And then we're going to be running some Facebook ads, one, to kind of retarget people and make sure that they're seeing the offer, like whatever the daily offer is in that 12 days of Christmas email, but also to try to bring in some of those people who we know aren't on our email list that we've been able to grab through the videos that we put up on Facebook and some of those kinds of things. Um, and we're going to be driving them both back to the contest as well as to whatever our current offers are. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's it, it's a process. It's it's building you know, you're, you're just building this thing out and you got to understand that you're planting seeds. And a lot of people don't realize that that's really what we're doing here in business. And some are going to grow and some aren't, and you got to kind of then water the ones a little bit more that are starting to grow and put a little bit more fertilizer on them and let them, let them continue to grow because it's, it's so important, um, to, to kind of think that way because it's more of a longer term vision. And I've actually, I've done some videos and stuff on this topic of growing your business this way. And I've also done some videos on the Facebook stuff that we were talking about and to kind of give you an idea of kind of how that whole thing works. I will go ahead and link everything up in the show notes so you guys can get a visual of that stuff too. Cause I know sometimes you need a visual. I actually did a whiteboard video on that Facebook strategy, kind of like the old way, the new way. And, um, and you can kind of get an idea of what's, uh, you know, kind of like what's behind that and kind of how it all works. So definitely check out the show notes at the amazing forward slash 588 and you'll get all of the resources and all of the links that we talked about there and any videos that I've shot, I'll put them in there as well. And then any of the resources that we put in there, like TAS Breakthrough U, if that's of interest to you, definitely check that out. We would love to have you in there and really help you grow your business and also get on a live call where you can ask us questions directly about your 
current business and actually where you are in the process. And then anyone that is interested in the inner circle, definitely head over to TASinnerCircle.com. You can get all the details there and see if you're a good fit. And if you are, submit an application. We'd love to hear from you. All right. So Chris, are you ready to wrap this up officially? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Guys, remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Chris is going to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.